Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Crime Therapy. Actually, not funny, but funny. That's how I sometimes would walk into my groups, like saying, hello, hello, hello. And one of my group members was like, RuPaul? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so anywho, hi, and welcome back to Crime Therapy. The views and opinions expressed on this show are solely for entertainment purposes. These views and opinions do not reflect the views of our employers and are not intended for legal, diagnostic, or therapeutic purposes. Uh, when you were saying that, I was like, what does that remind me of? And I think I was like, can, it reminds me of that. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Both are good. They both are good. I mean, I, I was like thinking, she's like RuPaul. And I was like, no, it doesn't remind me of RuPaul. What is it? Oh. RuPaul walks into the workroom and he's like, hello, hello, hello. I haven't seen RuPaul's Drag Race for like 10 years. Like I watched like the first season and then, yeah. Love it. <laughs> I follow RuPaul's Drag Race on um, Instagram, and the reason why I do that is because they'll do, like, the clips. They'll, like, space the clips out of the newer episodes because I don't have cable, so I'm just like, Bleh. So I, like, the I think the most recent one was the Snatch Games, and I was watching it, and I was like, this is, a, this is good content. This is wholesome content I need for a pandemic. <laughs> Uh-huh. No, that's why I've started, like, really following, like, a lot more celebrities and just, like, random accounts, which I didn't do before because I was like, oh, I just follow my friends. And now I'm like, let me watch your funny Instagram post. Oh, what outfit are you wearing today? Like, you know, just, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of the effects of, like, media, social media, things like that, but also just, like, those streaming services. So um, that actually ties very well into my article because we're doing our first, first today. current events of season or wait well maybe this hmm, it could be either our first or our second we don't know because we haven't edited it yet but this will either be our first or our second of season three because <laughs> <laughs> i was like in my head i'm like this one's gonna go first but sometimes i check them out and i'm like which one makes better sense in this order so and chris is the chris is the planner mastermind she's like the stage mom behind scenes and i'm like tap dancing on stage no, <laughs> like, okay. but if i'm a stage mom we're like running late to all of the events and like we're still doing okay but i'm like fuck fuck get in the car get in the car like because yeah it's been an interesting transition and you know i'm just like kid, but i'm like the kid in the back of the minivan with their troll headphones with their ipad like can't stop the feeling <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> I'm really half-assing it. God, I hope I'm a better actual mom. This instance will be there. It's fine. You know what? Here's the thing. You will be the mom that you need to be for your kid because that's going to be the priority you will have in, in your mind. So there it be. And there is no rule book on it. There is no manual. You just do the best you can with what you have. I just read actually this book called Crib Sheet by Emily Oster and it talks about like kind of all the basic like stuff you need to know. Like it like compares like breastfeeding versus bottle feeding and da da da. And her last little chapter of the book, she says, I was worried about my kid going on this vacation because I knew this area had a lot of bees. And I was talking to my doctor, like, should we get her tested first? Should I bring an EpiPen? Like she didn't know if she had a bee allergy or not. And the doctor said, how about you just don't think about it? Mm -hmm. And like, it was like, yeah, mm -hmm. that's actually probably a good thing to do. So yeah. Yeah. You know, Sorry, we've transitioned out of it. Let's go back to social media. And make, this is making me think of Parks and Rec with um, Chris Traeger. Like when he's like, do you want to crawl my way? The book by Lenny Kravitz about like crib training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I wish that some of these books were that good. So like one of them my friend recommended to me and it was like the most negative book I've ever read in my whole life. Literally one of the chapters said, your body will be ruined forever. And I was like, oh. <laughs> 
It wasn't I satire. Don't... It was like actual. No. no, that was like the name of the chapter because it was actually a book, Shit No One Tells You, which it wasn't shit no one has told me, you know, and it was even like, hey, hey, new moms, other moms don't want to hear about your birth experience. And I was like, that's not true at all, because I'm actually in a lot of like pregnancy groups and stuff where people do talk like, this is what happened. This is the thing I liked. I don't recommend this. And it's like was it, kind of helpful. Is this someone's like bullshit? Like, these are all the qualms I have and like no. just compiled no, it, it in a book wild honestly because my friend who is very optimistic was like read this book it was so helpful but I was like this book a was not very helpful and also like gave me some anxiety because it did have like it was like you're never gonna sleep again and I'm like what do you mean I'm never gonna sleep again like I imagine newborns I'm not gonna sleep with but like when my baby is sleeping the entire night through which I would imagine would happen at some point because most kids sleep an entire night through like huh I just like I was I read the whole thing and I was like should I throw this in the trash or should I donate it because do I want other people to read this I don't know Kindling is also an option when it's cold (laughs) yeah yeah we'll use it next time we go camping like light that shit on fire yeah that could be cathartic (laughs) i might have already donated it i should not have done that other people are going to read that book and be like "Ah." or they're going to say i see why it was donated (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know what i'm so sorry i'm going to transition to my pregnancy stuff but okay Uh, let's go back to social media yeah 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 so basically long story short um circling back around Adam and I were watching something on HBO now. I think it was Judas and the Black Messiah. It was really good. So, like, I really recommend it if you have HBO um, now or HBO, whatever the HBO platform is now that they do. Whatever. There's, like, seven, right? Like, HBO. HBO, the Ocho. Like, there's so many. But there was one that I saw that I was like, what the hell is that? It's um, – I, I can't remember – oh, it was, I think it was called, like, Alabama Snake or something like that. And I was like, what the fuck is that? And Adam was taking Scout out at the time. So I was like, what's, what's, what is this? And it was really interesting because the little clip it was just about how this preacher um, was convicted of trying to murder his wife with snakes. And I was just like, I, I have a couple of, I have a couple of questions. <laughs> so that's what I focused on today because it's a case that happened back in the 90s, but I'd never heard of it. It was an HBO thing, or the documentary from HBO just, like, premiered back in, like, a few months ago. So I was just like, all right, what the fuck is this? So that's my current event that I'm covering today is just the covering of this concept of, like, something that happened, oh, I don't know, 20-something years ago. So it's a current event, but not a current event. It's a current event because it's a new article, or it's a new show that's being released. Also, can I just say I never have to worry about um, my husband murdering me with snakes because he's so scared. We found this little tiny baby snake while we were hiking, and I took a picture of it, and he was like 20 feet away. He's like, don't, don't go. I was like, I'm just taking a picture of it. It's fine. And also, I want you to know, I correctly identified it as a banded water snake, and I confirmed it with a snake group on Facebook. I'm so into it, yeah. I am very proud of you. Like, I have a very strong fear of snakes. It was little. But see, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Because of exposure therapy, I've, like, been working my way up to it. So, like, I can now watch snake videos. I can now, like, see snakes in the wild and be like, I'm uncomfortable, but I'm not, like, yeah, like, before I, like, actually tried to work at this, like, I would see a snake, like, in the distance, like slithering, and I would scream and jump and like grab whoever's ever around me, like very like over the top reaction. And I'm like, I can't keep doing that. So, but it's also like you know, I think 
two things my commentary on this is snakes are scary your brain is yes. wired to be scared of them because yes. like they can kill you right like right the but human the brain is like fuck what is that yeah but yes. then also i don't even i think there is a sense of exposure but even like for me like they're not my favorite animals like I, oh, I no. like them. They're cool. I think they're cool to look at. But I always have friends that will be like, do you want to hold my boa? And I'm like, fuck, fuck no. no. It always comes towards my face, too. And I think it's because my body runs hot. And I'm like, I really don't want to be bitten by them. I really don't. And and the thing is, I don't have this fear of any other animals. But I joined this snake group. And I think knowledge is power, too. So now I can be like, what kind of snake is that out in the wild? And I actually like was so excited to see my first Florida snake in the wild. I like took 10 pictures of it. Good for you. Yeah. And I it was non-venomous. I was like, I know this. See, yeah, it's that unjustified, you know, fear, justified fear. My, the intensity to which I would respond to a non-threatening stake, way high. So that's why I'm like, we gotta, we gotta simmer this down. Like it would get to the point, like even going on a trail, I would be like scanning hyper vigilantly, and I'm but like, you, that I think is you not. You be aware of where you're stepping. I'm aware of where. There's I'm a stepping. difference. There's a difference okay. between being aware Awareness. of where I'm stepping and like I am. Scanning yeah. the periphery, like that's a little excessive, Victoria. Simmer it down. Is Adam so, okay yeah. with snakes? Are you at risk of being murdered by your partner? You know what? If it, if if I am murdered, I can say this very safely. Not Adam. It's not Adam. Yeah, no, me never going to be Adam. Agreed. No, no, agreed. I also solidify that again. I know you and I were just talking, and I was like complaining about Alex more recently. And regardless of any complaints, Alex is a better person than I am. Not oh, right. I can very safely say that about Adam, too. It would be very much like he should be the last on anybody's yeah. list. Agreed. Actually, Agreed. he shouldn't even be on anybody's list. No, like, just no. remove him immediately. Agreed. Me, Not too. Him. Same with Alex. No, 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 no. Okay, so Anywho, no husbands, except so for in your article. Correct. So, and I'm happy that this is kind of a tighter article, too, so we can kind of, like, get in and get out of it. So, HBO Wild, new doc, tells the story of snake-wielding preacher from Alabama. Again, I had a couple things. Like, a snake-wielding preacher, I thought that was, like, a a wild concept. So, I was like, what the fuck is that? So, this actually was posted by um, Refinery29. The original article was actually done by AP, the Associated Press, in 1992. So if you want the original, original, original article, you can go back into it. But this is kind of an update on that. And it was posted December 9, 2020. So again, current enough-ish that I'm comfortable using it. So true crime can vary from the obvious to the unexplained, the unsolved. And in this case, the HBO's December 9th documentary, Alabama Snake, The Unexpected. Documentary directed by Theo Love focuses on a trial of Jackson County Minister Glenn Summerford, who is a pastor at the Church of Jesus with signs following in Scottsboro, Scottsboro, yes, Alabama, where he handled snakes during services. I have never heard of that before. That was no, the oddest what? thing to me. Really? Yeah. Apparently, that was like part of the service. So in 1992, however, Summerford was convicted of trying to kill his wife, Darlene Summerford, with snakes. The story, which the documentary explains, haunted Southern Appalachia. Okay, so pause for my own little baby sanity. I know there's like the difference between like Appalachia and Appalachia. I'm going to go with Appalachia, but I do know that there are folks out there that say Appalachia. So I will be 
we're just going to be conscious of both. So for decades. But what really happened with the summer forest and why were snakes involved? Thank you for asking those hard questions, Refinery29. While serpents aren't commonly seen in religious services, the practice summer forest employed has a long history. It first appeared in the 1910s with the Tennessee minister George Went Hensley who believed that in the New Testament commanded Christians to handle snakes and popularize the practice. Around People the same are time, so fucking bonkers. I'm like, I'm sorry. I, like, yes. I, they're like, the Bible said this. Yeah, you're like, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay, go on. It's just very, very wild, right? And around the same time, James Miller in Sand Mountain, Alabama, followed a similar belief, unaware of Hensley's practice. So Pentecostal holiness churches that practice handling snakes practice snake handlings during services see it as a demonstration of a faith a strength of faith and take the passage mark 16 oh i don't know verbal verses so i apologize in advance march mark 16 semicolon 17 18 i i know i just butchered that one so i do apologize of the bible literally and i guess the quote is and these signs shall follow them they believe in my name shall they cast out devils they shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. And if they drink any deadly thing, it shall not hurt them. They shall lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. It reads. I can't. What, when you were talking, I just started reading. Like I like Googled it because I was like, yeah, I know that like that happens in like some Christian tent churches, you know, like mm-hmm. yes. kind of like the Baptist yeah, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, and, and then like, I'm not even kidding. I, at like the bottom, it was like, they have them, like what you just said, they have them handle snakes and then drink poison because of your little quote, because it but says they shouldn't like the, get sick from it. But that's like the Salem witch trials, right? Like, well, if she drowns. Yeah. She was human. She if, you, if you drank poison and it didn't kill you, then you you're a Christian. Christian. Yeah. Like <laughs> if you drank it and you're fine, you're a good Christian. If you don't, you get out. <laughs> Not why did you just survive from poison? I don't Strict understand. Knife. What? Yeah. It said occasionally consume poison such as strychnine. Huh? Y'all are a whole different breed of folks. Okay, also, can I say one more quote? I'm so sorry. It says, those who die from snake bites are never criticized for lack of adequate faith. It is believed that it was simply the deceased's time to die. So there's no, it doesn't, it doesn't even matter if you don't die or you do die, because it's fine either way, because you handled the snake and that's what God wanted you to do. Yeah. Oh, God, in a hospital setting, this would be a root cause analysis. <laughs> <laughs> and we would say, Huh, maybe you shouldn't have handled the damn snake. No, I don't think <laughs> so. No, 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 no. Okay. Wow. You know what? I don't want to make fun of any of these faith, but that's just like, just a No, I'm fine star. with it. I'm fine with it. I feel like I, this is also so stupid because it's saying that this has really high risk and there's a hundred plus documented deaths. This is not safe. This is not safe. Right. I will make fun of it until you don't do it. Oh man, that's your pro- that's your peaceful protest. That's mine. I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So Glenn Summerford, however, tried to use the serpents as a weapon, said his wife per the Associated Press. He accused Darlene Summerford of having an affair with another preacher, which she denied. On October 4th, 1991, she was bitten on the hand twice by a snake and later testified that her husband tried to make her stick her hand in the cage of snakes. He said he said, she, oh my God, it's just like he said, she said, he said she had to die, Darlene Summerford testified, so he could marry another woman. 
my god yeah 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 and then here's the other thing so, so she also went on to say he took a pipe and hit the cages really hard so the to snake rile got, them up yeah to so get real job. angry and then grab my grab me by my hair and he would push my face in if i didn't stick my hand in there she told jurors Tammy Filippo, the defense witness, told a different story. She said the opposite occurred, that Darlene Summerford was bitten while trying to kill Glenn Summerford. She told me that she got Glenn so drunk he passed out and went out to the shed to get a snake out to put on him, but it bit her instead, Filippo said per the AP. A witness put a further twist on Filippo's story, however, saying she stayed at his home. Filippo denied having a relationship with Glenn Summerford. So there's also like that, like, is this, who is this person? Why is she here? The jury ultimately sided with Darlene Summerford. Glenn Summerford was sentenced to 129 years in prison for attempted murder of his wife, a sentence he's still serving. In 2004, he was convicted of escape after managing to slip away from a work crew. He was denied parole in June, the AP reports, but could be released as early as February per the Department of Correction Records. Uh, February is in February 2021? Ooh, that'll be interesting. I feel like justice was done, Darlene Summerford said in the 1992 of his conviction. And that is the current event on the Alabama snake preacher, Glenn Summerford. I can't. And I just, I like, while you were talking, I was Googling some of this. And it's like, they're literally fucking holding rattlesnakes. Rattlesnakes. Yes. Like, that, like what? <laughs> it's just so stupid. Like. Okay, so I've had this inclination ever since I moved to Florida to, to catch these little lizards that are running everywhere. They're tiny, right? Like but they're fun. Like, that's yeah. like a little zippy thing. But the thing is, like, they can bite, but, like, it's not going to hurt because they're so small. But, like, any animal can bite because it's an animal. And then you especially take out, like, the domesticated part. And, like, say, like, a dog could bite you, a cat could bite you, whatever. But then you take a fucking wild animal and you're just, like, fucking around with it. Like, I, it's, I can't. Oh, my God. Like, if you Google snake handling... It is wild. Like, people holding multiple rattlesnakes, just like, la, la, la. Like, I can't. I'm sorry. <sighs> Idiots. All of them. I mean, and that makes me, this is, like, totally tangential because I just had this thought, right? But, like, that <gasps> makes me kind of think about, um, and it's not really tangential if I think about it in the clinical sense, but anywho. Um, just the kind of concept of, like, snake charming and history and things like that. Like, it's not, like, an uncommon thing, but, like, it, oh, what? What are you doing? With especially with like untrained people or like unknowing people, like handling things, like I just no, I'm I'm a pass on that one. No, no I no, I told you I'm in that snake group for Florida, and they were they won't even allow people to post pictures holding venomous snakes unless you are a like you have to be like certified with it yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. They'll just delete the picture off because they're like we're not going to encourage this kind of shit. Like nope, nope, cool. nope. I imagine in Florida they have like the animal like wildlife control being strictly like uh, more for snakes you know, and things, right? They do, they do, but they actually have like people who are certified to remove snakes. So like oh, you can contact beautiful. them and be like, and it's just like kind of random people that took a certification. I think it's like a like a six hundred dollar class though to be able to handle them and then like move them to a different area. All right, but you committed a little bit more than like. I'm gonna you're not just a backyard guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not like Joe next door. Can you come grab this snake? Like, Joe, actually, no. no. I posted that picture of that snake I showed you, and I was like, "What kind of snake is this?" Like, I'm, I like argue with my husband. And he's like, "If you guys don't know what snake it is, don't grab it." I'm like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> like, neither of us is grabbing it, and we were no. hiking. Like, it was out in nature, and I was no. <laughs> 
You know what? (laughs) I appreciate the disclaimer that that person like just shot at you because I imagine that's probably a population where people are like, I grabbed it. (laughs) Exactly. No, it is because they're all like, and then people will be like, what kind of snake is this holding the snake? And everyone's like, why are you holding the snake that you don't know? And it's like, yeah, okay, it's so dumb, but whatever. Okay. I am going to watch that. That sounds amazing. I think I might make Adam watch it with me tonight because I'm so, okay. Can I tell you a progress and good news real quick before we jump into yours? I, Victoria Ivy Powell, completed all of my notes. All of my notes are done for private practice. All of my notes are done for UPMC this week. Baby girl, this is the first time I have a free weekend without having to catch up on some kind of progress note in fucking years. I am shooketh over here. (laughs) I think that's amazing. So what are you going to do with your weekends? I'm going to spend time with Adam. (laughs) And then I have work tomorrow, but I am going to switch time with Adam. Good. What are you guys going to do? We are going to go check out this farm that's nearby. I guess they have like fresh produce they grow. And yeah. then they also have like um, fresh uh, eggs and things like that. So I because I, I do want um, – because I want to like because this is more of like a rural area. I actually would kind of like to have produce and stuff that's like, like grown a CSA or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like that's like yeah. hey, ten minutes down the road, that's the cow named Deborah. Like she has this cheese. Like cool. Yeah. Like that's better. And then hey, this is a chicken named Rosalina. Like we can get stuff from her. You know what I mean? Yeah. That I like so much more than I don't know whose chickens these are. Why? Why are these here? Okay. The so. only thing I'm gonna say, I just looked at CSAs and I. I think they're awesome. Um, be careful with the eggs because one of them was saying that these eggs could be fertilized. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. I'm not going to crack an egg open and have a baby chick fall out. Nope. I want unfertilized ones only. No roosters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but that's, I think, like, the farm that we're going to, it's like they have a cooler and everything. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think yeah. it's just like you just, like, go and buy your stuff if you, if you move on. So Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, mine were delivered to you, but they were like, we also have roosters on the premises. So, like, oh, fair call. just aware <laughs> that they could be fertilized. I was like, no. No. Nope. No. I'm already, like, you know, toe the line of, like, I can't be vegan. It's going to be really, 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 really hard for my life. But, like, Every time something like that, I'm like, mm, I really couldn't do that. I really couldn't do that. Yeah. No, I I mean, I was more steadfast vegan, but then I like kind of, I guess in the last six months or so, I've just been like vegetarian, I think is where I need to like uh-huh. stay, yeah. stay in that boat, which I think, yeah. I'm happier in that, in that. Cause it felt like so much pressure to be like, is this safe? Is this not safe? Can I eat this? Can I and not? And nothing is safe. So much, so much nothing is, is safe. So like, even like. like Mexican food like you're like oh, I'm getting beans and you're like oh was that cooked in lard yes it yes. was it's fried and in was, lard too and you're like mm-hmm. and that's what yeah I came home and I wanted to like make, make like a vegan style thing and Adam was like those beans are made with lard you know that right and I'm like oh fuck so I was like really annoyed and I was just like god damn it yep. so it's hard it be it that way sometimes mm-hmm. and so my- I apologize back no. to you you are amazing. Oh, my God. Don't apologize. Isn't this our whole show? And mine's um, <laughs> mine is the most – it's very, very new. Um, well, I guess this was um, – so I have two articles because I had found one that I didn't quite like, um, but I had read another one. I found that one again. So I have a CNN article, um, and then I also have – wouldn't it be funny if I, like, deleted it or something? No, a Wall Street Journal article, and they're both talking about the case of Sarah Everard. Um she is yep she is the one that um went missing they could not find her they actually just found her body um she was 
probably likely um, abducted and murdered by a police officer in London. Um, so she, I think that this is, this is really interesting. I think a lot of people are pretty upset about this too, because she kind of did some, everything like quote unquote, right. Not that like, there's nothing wrong with walking alone at night. Like we're, you know, I think a lot of people have thrown this back in the faces. Like it is not women's responsibility to, you know, walk around with keys clutched in our hands during broad daylight only, like, it, mm-hmm. like which men were better. Men are typically responsible for, like, I think it's, like, 90-something percent of all attacks. Um, the Wall Street Journal article was actually really good, and it had, like, a little thing in here talking about, like, uh, almost 9 out of 10 women feel unsafe in public reported in the, the UN. Um reported by the UN, um, 70% of women and girls in the UK had experienced sexual harassment in public spaces, and only 3% of women between the ages of 18 and 24 said they hadn't experienced any sexual harassment. Um, So, I mean, this lady was walking home alone around 9 p.m. on a main street, so she wasn't, like, on a back road. It wasn't 3 in the morning, and she actually called her friend to let her know that she was on her way. So she did everything that she needed to do, 100% not her fault, obviously. Um, She went missing. We're not really sure exactly what happened, but one of the other things that was mentioned in this article that I thought was super, super interesting that I hadn't seen anywhere else, this officer was arrested, let's say, I want to say it was three days earlier. He had been, let me say, sorry, sorry, sorry. He had been arrested separately for an alleged indecent exposure in a fast food restaurant three days before she disappeared. And I think what we know in the true crime world is, like, escalation happens. So why the fuck are you still working your job? Was he still working on his job? Like, I don't know. And a woman was arrested around the exact same time for something stating, like, helping a... I don't know what the the exact phrase was, but it was basically, like... They don't know if it's connected completely, so this is just, like, me maybe interpreting it from the article, is she might have been involved in something, but she was arrested around the exact same time and then released, and her charge was, like, helping an offense or something. So, and her body was found about, I think, 50 miles away or kilometers away, and they did find her body, unfortunately, so she was murdered. Yeah. Yeah. That's, like just i'm just gonna get off my little leg for a moment just i mean chris i don't know about you i imagine so i'm not gonna i don't want to speak for you but i can imagine where this will go like i i know for myself like yeah in college even like you know what even as like a young as i can remember like just being mindful of like who is around you what are you doing where are you like just being super conscientious of your surroundings and like who is safe and who is not and like you can't trust people and like it's just it sucks because it's very much like ingrained I think yeah oh, I mean men are trained things. this way like I mean I remember being sexually harassed and screamed at by men walking on the side of the road when I was like 12 13 and like I like you know mm-hmm. I I have always been tall with big boobs and like I think I probably they were interpreting me as like a slightly older person, but like you can't fucking tell how old I am. And I was like mm-hmm. very scared of that. And like for you know, I love to run. 
And this has always been like a point of contention for me because I liked to exercise a lot as a kid too. And I got to a point where I was wearing a lot of like men's sweatpants and big baggy t-shirts, which is actually not as comfortable as you would think when you're trying to exercise. But I did that because I like had such a hard time with the idea of people being like, you know, like a guy drives by you and yes. goes, hey, titties. And you're like, what the fire? Or like, yeah, just a scream. What's the animalistic thing? And you know, like their dads did it or the friend did it. And it's like, this is just something we do. And there's no shame. They don't feel bad about it. And then you're like jarred and terrified. Like, what was that? Why did that person scream at me? Yeah, that happened to me. Like I have two instances coming to my brain. One time when I was waiting for the bus to go to class, like it was like 9 a.m. on like a Wednesday, like I was wearing a skirt and someone yelled like, nice ass. And I was like, it's my ass 9 a.m. Like, yeah. on a, what are you, what? Yeah. And I just remember feeling so uncomfortable. And then I like remember I was. You feel naked, yeah, don't you? I yeah. always feel like I'm like. I, I was like, like I mean, mm-hmm. I feel exposed. And then, like, I remember one time I was leaving my apartment at night. It was, like, my first apartment in Pittsburgh. And it was people from across the street that, like, like cat called at me. And I was just, like, I, I remember I turned around and went right back inside. And I remember I texted the person I was supposed to go meet up to, like, study with. And I'm, like. I, I don't feel comfortable leaving right now. Like, I, I got to reschedule. And it's just, like, that sucks, you know? Like, that just sucks to feel – I just – I have – no, and I honestly, like, I don't always – I have like, I run with headphones, da, 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 but I try to be kind of careful. But, but like, even, like, last year, two years ago, I think I was walking home from a concert. And I remember it was with our friend Lisa and another person. And they were like, don't walk home. And I was like – I live like a mile and a half from here. It's like a 20 minute walk. And it's like, but it was, it was night and I had to walk through the park, which I did. And it was fine. But like, I'm like, I should be able to walk a mile and a half, you know, like just don't be awful. And, And you think like, there's only so many people, there's only so many like murderers in the world, but there are like a much larger percentage of people who would like assault you or sexually harass you or like, like that doesn't feel as unlikely as like, would I be kidnapped and murdered by a serial killer or something, you know? Yeah. Also the, the CNN article kind of talked about this reclaim the streets movement, which I think we've talked about before when I talked about like the London Ripper, like where they were like, these women shouldn't have been out at night. It's like, fuck you. Like we actually, a politician in the UK proposed, why don't we put a curfew for men? And then someone like was like, oh, that sounds like a bad idea. And then people flipped out. I'm like, no, I think it's a great idea. Think how much safer the world would be if we limited men. Like, you know, I mean, I'm not, it's hard for me to say because I mean, there are some good men, but like the toxic masculinity it's the toxic masculinity and it's that like why am i being penalized for something somebody else is fucking doing like i i am in the majority of population of people who are being victimized i should not have a curfew on me rain your person in uh-huh. <laughs> like but seriously no. like could you imagine how much safer it would be men. if we didn't have men outside like they weren't allowed to leave <laughs> we'd all be so much happier everyone would get along no okay but the reclaim the streets thing they tried to actually have some vigils but they said no because they weren't covid safe even though the people who were organizing the vigils said you have to wear a mask you have to social distance whatever so the group has i mean they're not very happy about it i'm not very happy about it because i mean we saw with the protests this summer like the cases of covid did not spike after the protests mm-hmm. when people were safe so whatever the group has decided and said they're going to be raising about uh, 32,000 pounds, which is approximately um, $44,000 in U.S. money um, for women's causes, and that they're going to cover about 10,000 pounds of possible fines for the 32 vigils that have been scheduled around the country in the U.K. So, okay, I, I mean, 
That made me so sad to think, too, though, like, they had to plan for, uh, you know, paying for the fines. But they, they did they did actually cancel the largest vigil because they said they couldn't handle, like, the personal liability and uh, fines for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is a bummer. But also, I mean, if you look, I think a lot of women have responded to her death. And they, I think most of us connect to it. Yeah. Yeah, because I saw that pop up on Instagram, like a couple of people like posted things and I was just like, what's this about? And then I was reading more and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. another woman murdered for just, you know, being a woman. Being a woman alone. walking home alone. Yeah, you should just walk during the day with a man accompanying you at all times. Or, I mean, carry a weapon because it's your fault that people are murdered. Or make sure you have, you know, your pepper spray. Or you make sure you have your GPS turned on. Or you make sure you share your location. Or you make sure you're on the phone with somebody. Or you make sure. And she did a lot of that too, though. She did a lot of that. And that's the problem. It wasn't that late at night. She was on the phone. It wasn't like the law. I mean, it was 50 minutes, but it's not like she was like in the middle of like the, the, a dark alley, you know, walking for six but even hours. Still, but even yeah. if she was walking no, exactly. in a dark alley, no, no, no. butt ass well, naked, she shouldn't. No, 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 no. But like, you can do everything called like so called right. Yeah. yeah, like I'm not saying I don't agree with any of it. I feel like you should be able to walk wherever. Like in theory, I think that there's less bad people in the world than good people. But I do think that there are a lot of men who are entitled to treat women poorly and. Or there's men that don't call their other male folks out on it. Like, don't yeah. do that. Don't say that. Are you fucking stupid? <laughs> like, yeah. You look like and sound like a predator. <laughs> like, what are, stop it. Yeah. I mean, not even like you look like and sound like it is predatory to yes. act like that. Yes. I hate it. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before too. It's like, it's not fair. But I also, I hope that people use her um name and this thing that happened to like continue doing stuff with it because i i mean i think i think that this has so much news because we've all dealt with this and we know exactly what happened and we know i mean we don't know what happened the details but you're like okay and we also know how people responded and kind of blamed her originally too like woman walking alone at night and you're like oh come on how about man murdered this person (laughs) which i mean we talked about this before like but they're supposed to be safe but actually some of these guys are aggressive and and that was interesting yeah but that's interesting that you mentioned the escalation about like possibly possible escalation just for three days prior like that public indecency like what was that all about like yeah i want to know it was like a tiny little bit at the end of the uh, wall street journal article and it was like he was arrested three days prior and i'm like was he still on the job why wasn't he still in jail? Like, were there other incidents? Because he had only been on the force, I think, for two years or something, since 2018 or three years. Like, so, I mean, I, I hope we hear more about him, too, because I think that if there is something to identify, like, maybe this went wrong on his end and with, like, the police end and with the law end, maybe then there can be some modifications there, too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That roof has analysis. Yeah, if we can do something about it. <laughs> yeah. That behavior chain analysis. How do we how do we do this? Okay, I don't want to end on a bad note. I mean, I, I if you guys haven't heard of her, you should look her up, Sarah Everend and Everard. I, 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 I wrong. I will say, like on a note, like I know that there. I mean, we are in a population where a lot of people are having like, our age bracket right now, Chris. A lot of people are having kids. I know for myself, like a lot of women who I am friends with who have 
young sons who are, I posted something on Instagram that was like, um, I, I can't remember, but it was like teach your son or educate your son rather than like um, protect your daughter or whatever. And I had at least two people reach out and was like, I will. Yeah. I am going to teach my son. I am going to do these things. And I'm like, that's right. Yeah. So I mean, I'm sure that's hard to believe that like your child could be part of this issue, but like, yeah, they could. And like the culture encourages it. Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's just one of those, maybe, maybe, maybe I'm hopeful down the line, maybe this will be a thing that this generation will possibly be a little bit more proactive on. I'm skeptical, but yeah, I mean, I'm not as skeptical. I think like the next generations do seem to be, um, I like what I see. I, I don't like the rise of, like, the Nazis recently where I'm like, oh, I didn't realize we had so many people that were awful like that still. But I do see, like, some young folks being more respectful and thoughtful and, like, you know, yeah. Yes. Yes. Are we at the end of our time? I think so. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.